Okay. Um, if you're here, I don't know how you found this, but welcome. Um, tell your friends about it. Get people to come have a listen. This is just a place, uh, I don't know, just to talk about stuff, have fun. I don't know. It's more of like, really, it's it's a lot of stuff, right? We're gonna, it's gonna I'm gonna be talking about real stuff. Might be making some jokes, um, but um, for the most part, this this is really just for fun. Honestly, it's not something I plan on. Well, as of now, it's not something I plan on doing for a long time. But if if it, if it takes off and uh, I get provided with the opportunity to, then uh, I wouldn't mind doing this uh, for a long time. But uh, first off, I want to start out by introducing myself. Hello, I am the host of this podcast. Um, I'm not going to say my name as of now <laughs> till a little while. Um, I, I That's basically we're going to take a deep dive into my retarded thoughts. Um. I can't believe I'm doing this, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, as a starter, let, let me just give you a taste of what I think of, right, on a day-to-day basis, it's like, I'm always stressing out and worried about the future, I, I can never live in the moment, I can, sometimes, I'm, I'm really difficult person, honestly, I'm usually chill, but that's kind of like a facade. You know, everybody everybody puts on a facade in the face, whether it be because of their appearance or how they act or uh, what they sound like or, you know, like some kids go to Goodwill and get designer brands because they want to keep the appearance that they're cool and they want to, because they think that's what's cool, you know, it's like who can have the better iphone who can have the better shoes who can have the better gaming console who can have the better everything you know who can have the more money in their wallet you know so like everybody everybody goes out and they they put on a facade whether and they even lie about it too because i know i've done this before i'm gonna be honest I, I, everybody has done this and if you haven't you're a liar or you're like way too young and you shouldn't be here <laughs> But, um, it's like, it's like when somebody says you're going to make, get made fun of or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I don't care what they think about me. That's, that's not true. It's programmed into us to care about what people think about us. Hence why we care about our appearance. Some people don't, some people really do not care. Right. Cause they're just in the point of their life. They can't do anything about it and they don't care. But, uh, that's that's not me. Sometimes I act like that, but it's not true. But I do have the mindset of where I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm just here living my life, minding my own business, right? So no matter what, you're going to get bullied and picked on and made fun of. No matter how cool you think you are, there's always going to be that one person in life 
that messes with you and you're not going to do anything about it. Whether it be because you're afraid or you realize it's not worth it. It's a waste of time to even like engage with that at all. But it's like, think about it this way, right? You're so worried. It's, it's like you, you live, you're inside all the time, right? You never go outside because you're afraid of your appearance and how you look and you're always critiquing yourself. But a real, like in real life, people usually don't care. But I know that I've looked at somebody and was like, oh, yeah, look at them. Oh, that's pretty funny. Oh, they're ugly. Oh, this and that. We've all done that. So, but like, for you to not go outside because you're afraid of that isn't, that's not an excuse. Unless you're going to get murdered or something. <laughs> You know, that's what, that's what I tell my friend, right? She's over here telling me how she doesn't like going outside and showing her face because she's insecure and she's afraid of getting made fun of, right? But you're not, you're not there to be impressing them. You're, I know this is going to sound really corny, but like you're a star in your own movie, basically, because it's about, it's about you. Yes, you should be helpful and considerate to others when that time is there or when you can. But any other time, you don't have to worry about anything else or anyone else. If you if you need to, yes. But if you rather want it than need to do it, if you want to worry, that's basically it. It's like it gives you a reason to worry, and it's not a reason. It's a, it's an excuse. It's an excuse to worry and an excuse to basically keep yourself inside so you don't have to leave. You're not going to have a social life. You're not going to have a life at all. You're going you're gonna to think that you are, but you're not in reality. You're just, you're just going to basically be nobody, really. And then that's how I was for a long time. Okay, let me tell you. Inside, 24-7, would not get up and go to school. I would just sit at my desk and play my Xbox and pull people's IPs on my computer and kick them offline because I thought I was cool doing that, you know? And since I had nothing but time, I would do these voice impressions, all kinds of stuff. And then that got old, and it's like, really... It's like when you talk to a child and you're trying to give them some advice, right? They have they have no idea and no interest in what you're saying at all. They're taking it in, they're hearing it, but they're not listening to it. They're hearing it, but they're not listening to it. I'm going to say that again. They're hearing it. They're not listening to it. But you still want to help them. Because that's the whole purpose of you telling them. But you're wasting your breath. But you're not wasting your breath. Because if they actually do listen that one time, which is it's very rare. Come on. It's very rare. Especially in in the generation, the new generations, you know. It's very rare. But even the older generations is a little retarded. I mean, come on. But because I specifically remember my mom 
my mom's friend told me, you're going to regret treating somebody this way. You're going to wish you didn't do that. Oh, you want to grow up so fast. You don't want to be a grown up. Trust me. And I don't. I don't. Being a grown up is going to suck. I know it sucks. Because you don't get anything for free anymore. Right? You don't get a free house to live in. You don't get anything for free. You don't get free food, free clothes. You have to go out and basically fend for yourself. You have to get a job. You have to have a work ethic. You have to develop skills. And you have to make sure that you're listening, not hearing it. Right? Um, let's say say you, I wanted to be a plumber or a mechanic. Right? If you want to be one of those, you have to go to a trade school. A couple years. And then that's a good trade to have, you know? A lot of money, a lot of money there in either one of those fields. But you have to have the motivation to do it. That's that's how things are, right? You can't just say, oh, I'm going to go do it and then keep putting it off. That's that's how I was a lot too. I'm going to keep referring to myself as an example because I've done a lot of these things. I'm speaking from experience. And, um, you know, you... I would always say, oh, I, I'm not. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. And, and I know this is going to sound. You've heard this before. A lot of you have. But I would always be like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. Well, next time. Next time. Never happen. You know, I feel so bad that I, that I did that to myself. But I'm. I feel good now because, I'm not that way anymore. I, I say I'm going to do it. And when people cannot make the time to go do it. If it is not necessary to rephrase that, if if it's necessary for you to not make time, if that makes sense, it's necessary for you to like say you're somewhere and you literally can't like cannot you can't not just because you think it's more important. You literally can't. Right. Then that's different. But if it's uh, if it's something that you want to do. It's not going to happen just because you say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, and you not, you're not going to do it. You have to take initiative. And that's what I've been taught over these past months, that you have to take initiative. I've changed so much over it. So, ugh, I've changed. Like, I want to say so many things at once. It's not going to happen. Um, I, I wanted to change. I've changed so much over these few months, right? And... Uh, you know, I'm grateful that I was presented the opportunity, but because looking back on it now, okay, look, maybe going through it and before you do it, the sound of it is going to sound really bad. And maybe while going through it, it's going to start off good and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, that's just because it's the beginning. But then once you realize it's the whole entire time, you're like, oh, yeah, that it's not as bad as I thought it was. That's why that's why people say you can't judge anything by looks. You can't judge a book by its cover, basically. That's so true because just because you heard bad things doesn't mean it is. You've never done it. You've never tried it. You know? Oh, I heard I heard that don't don't listen to this song. It's really bad. And you listen to it and you like it, but you're gonna put on this face and facade that you don't like it because you're afraid that your friends won't like you after that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, right? But it doesn't mean you're dumb because you're going to do it. You've already done it, and that's fine. 
You know, you're probably going to continue to do it. I know I do. But hopefully I can get to that point where I, I'm like not going to want to do it, you know. Hopefully we all get to that point, right? Right now the world is very messed up. It went soft so fast. I'm not saying that's a bad thing and I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's just a frustrating thing. Frustrating concept. A frustrating idea that this is um, our world now, you know? Because I remember just a few years ago. Excuse me. (laughs) I remember a few years ago. You could say every word in the book and nobody cares. And now you can't even say retarded or anything without somebody getting so upset and frustrated. And it's like they're the ones taking it out of context. Now, racial slurs, that's different. That's not okay. But if, like um, a lot of people say it. And if you say you've never said it, then you're probably lying. But you're not saying it. Well, I hope you're not saying it to somebody or in a group of people. You're usually doing it with your friends, right? That are okay with it. But I, I just don't see that. The cancel culture is also retarded. <laughs> um. And that's another that's another thing your guys would it would be taking okay not you guys but people would be taking it out of context right it's it's not a it is a slur when you're using it in that context like if i'm if i go up to a person with autism and i call them retarded that is i would never do that by the way i would never do that but that is messed up then it becomes a problem when you do that right but if you're using it to describe a situation, then you can't say that's bad because you're just describing a situation. Sure, the word was created for that reason, but it's it's not used that way anymore. And I'm, I know there are people that still use it in that way, but the majority of the people that say it either describe one of their friends... Um, Somebody who is really retarded, like, doesn't know what they're talking about, retarded. Not a special um, mental disability or mental disorder. It's like describing a uh, scenario, right? So let's say, right, I'm ripping this from Tom Segura. Uh, let's go to your house. Uh, I'll drop my stuff off there. We'll go back to my house for a little bit. Um, I'll grab some more stuff, go back to your house, drop it off again, go back to my house until wait like 15 more minutes and then come back to yours and I'll stay the night. It's like, that's retarded. (laughs) Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's like the perfect word to describe a situation, even though people are going to disagree with that. And I know. But, um, it's like people can't, you can't ask anybody a question nowadays, you know, it's like they automatically think you're siding with the opposing team or the people that they're opposing, right? Like feminism, right? Let's say uh, you walk up to them and you say that rape culture, for example, now this is a very touchy subject. I know this say rape culture isn't real change my mind. You're not saying like he's open to you changing his mind, but 
the fact is we have freedom of speech and all this stuff. And it's like nowadays people do not care about that, right? What happened to freedom of beliefs, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, right? But now now you can't say your opinion, right? Freedom of beliefs. You can't say your opinion without somebody trying to prove you wrong. I'm stating my opinion, not trying to prove you wrong. And you're telling me my opinion is wrong. You're telling me what I believe in is wrong. So it's like, it's like a transgenderism, right? You try to tell, I'm, I am convinced a hundred percent that if you are biologically born a male, you are still a man um, playing the role of a woman, vice versa. Now that's what I believe in. That's what I believe and many other people believe in. And then you have the people that come in and say, you are wrong. It's a uh, grammatical tense or whatever. they. I, this one guy tried to convince me that it's has to do with grammar and it's just um, verbal. It's not real. It's, it's like, you're not going to convince me. Okay, look, let's say this. Uh, a transgender man who's transitioning to a female, but did it after puberty. So deep voice, large physicality is sitting next to me and he's she, he, whatever speaking to me. And I accidentally call him a him because it's a guy, a large physical male sitting next to me. You can't get mad at me for that because for the longest time, Male was a boy, female was a girl. That that was it. That's the only two. That still is the only two options, and that's what I believe in. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny your humanity, and treat you like absolute garbage. But just because I won't bend, just because I won't stop, uh, just because I won't change my beliefs. Or um, fit in, uh, grasp onto your beliefs. Just just because you you expect me to give up my beliefs and call you what you believe. Basically, it's basically what it is, right? You're gonna tell me my beliefs are wrong and yours are right. So that that's the problem with it is that no matter what, somebody's going to be wrong. You can't... I mean, there's still some great people out there. Don't get me wrong. They'll admit when they're wrong because they are they know what they're talking about. But there's just some people out there that say the most retarded stuff, the dumbest stuff, and then keep trying to go with it after they lost. It's like, it's like a female, when, right? When you prove them wrong, and then they just keep making up stuff and keep going you know what i'm saying like say a girlfriend for example you prove your girlfriend wrong right but she keeps going she will not stop and you've already proved her wrong you and then she keeps going it's like oh well, no this and that or they change the subject and talk about something different entirely that they know or think they know more about and it's at that point, it's a pointless argument. You know, I wouldn't even engage in that, honestly. That's, but then they get mad when you stop talking and responding to them, and it's like, look, I'm 
if I'm right and you're wrong, I don't have to prove you wrong because I already know that I'm right. And the fact that you keep pressing me on how you are right makes me believe you're wrong. And also, if you don't provide me with any proof, I'm not going to believe you. Which is like every scenario. <laughs> you know, it's like my teacher asks for like you to show your work on a test or on a school assignment because they need proof that you know how to do it and you did it. Because if not, they didn't do their job, right? They didn't do what they're paid for, right? So it's like those standards of our world have dropped drastically. I mean, look at it. The, the veterans get a day out of the year, a dedicated day, and we're in Pride Month. Pride Month, not day, Pride Month, because they do so much for our country, right? They do, they do so much. They're so brave for admitting that they like the same sex, right? And I'm not, I'm not discriminating on them. I'm just saying they did not do anything to deserve the notoriety. They're not strong for doing anything. But it's like, all right, think about, back to racism when it was like not racism. It was literally just the rules of life back then, right? Everybody, every white person discrimin- discriminated against colored, right? That's how it was. They didn't know any better, right? Because that's how they were raised. That's how it was for the longest. And see, that that is disgusting. That's not right. But um, now they're trying to introduce different genders and sexualities. And, oh, you see how many people committed suicide because we didn't get accepted. And all kinds of excuses. Like. If you were really brave, you wouldn't say anything about it at all. You would take it with a grain of salt. You'd take it on the chin, and that would be that. But, and also, for there's, if there's people out there like me, right, which I know there is, like, a lot, who believe there's only men and women, and that... Um, like you don't support BLM and all this stuff. You're not the only person, and I'm pretty sure you know this, and they're not taking over. <laughs> okay, they just get more attention than normal people can get because they uh, they make scenes, big, big publicity stunts, you know, the riots, all this and that. So um, it's like it's it's insane, though. Really, But anyways, like I was saying, they're trying to introduce different genders and all kinds of stuff. And for I hope that this doesn't happen. Right. I hope they don't abolish uh, men and women (laughs) and turn it into all these different genders. Right. Because that's just nonsense. I mean, really, you're going to get get rid of the only like normal thing in this world now. Um. If anything, they should abolish uh, cancel culture. But anyways. um, Like that you can't expect us to be okay with it and just be accepting of it. Because if that's the case, then when slavery ended, we would all be just fine with. Like, you know, they're 
still wouldn't be segregation and stuff. I'm glad that's over now. Um, because I, I love black people, man. They're funny, funny. Like the funniest people you'll, you'll ever meet are definitely black, bro. Tell it's, it has to be genetics. They're just natural born comedians. They're all cool too. I mean, there's some of them that are crackheads that are probably homeless living on the streets, but they're still cool too, bro. They're still cool too. They might know a thing or two. You never know. That might help you. But what I'm saying is you can't expect this to be okay with something that's not correct. Uh, Like how we're not okay with slavery because it's not correct, right? But if we're not okay with same-sex marriage and all kinds of stuff, it's it's not it's not co- correct in the eyes of many people. So don't get mad at me. Get mad at, at everybody, right? And uh, it, it's it's just it's crazy what what our world is coming to. But I'm gonna stop talking about the touchy stuff and uh, start talking about something else. So you want to talk about music or video games and stuff? I don't know. <laughs> talk about it. I think I can only talk about real stuff on the podcast. I think it's. <laughs> I know I said comedy, but geez, getting uh, in the danger zone now. Um, let's see. I don't know. I guess I'll tell you a couple of stories from my life. So, uh, it's one time, uh, I was at my friend's house. So it was probably nine o'clock, eight o'clock. There's like this alleyway across the, the street with like chain link fence around it. But there's like a cinder block wall on the right side. And there's just a hole with a, a water pump, like the ones you have outside your house. But it was a big one, like a really big one. And it was a ginormous hole. And we jumped the fence. And right there was the high school on the right. It was like a little track field. Um, and we saw a little bag, like a almost like a purse, sitting against the wall. And I grabbed it, not knowing. I mean, it was 8 o'clock at night. Was, why would it be there, right? So we get we hop over the fence, we hop in the hole and we open the purse. There's a phone, there's shoes, there's condoms, there's all kinds of stuff. It was somebody's gym bag. And we were just going through it. My friend took the well, not my friend, but my friend's neighbor took the phone and the shoes. It's really messed up. Um his little brother, which was probably like 10, took a few of the condoms too. And he tried, like started trying them on while we were there. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah, that's basically all I remember. But I remember, I remember, uh, my friend's sister took a couple of the condoms and she looked at me and was like, "Don't tell your mother we found this" or something like that. It's crazy. Um, let's see another time. Um. So me and my, me and my friend, his name was Caleb. Uh, we went to a Walmart 
our local Walmart. We just we just walked to Walmart. It's like a couple miles away. It's not that far. So we'd walk from my house to Walmart. And we'd usually go in there and just mess around, right? Just walk around looking at stuff, telling jokes, you know, this teenager stuff. And uh, we found we found the diaper section. Oh, man. We crawled in, in the diaper section, like the little diaper shelf. And we made a little diaper wall from the outside. And behind us was like the lady section. So our backs were against the women's bra thing, like the the wall. It's made out of, um, ah, what's it called? Particle board with the holes in it. And, uh, but, but the, okay, so it was like those metal uh, racks with the diapers on it. And then as a, a wall behind it, it was like thick particle board with holes in it against that. And then on the, on the side, on the other side of it, the opposite side of, uh, of the diapers was the woman's bra section. Right. And so there's like girdles and all kinds of stuff over there. And so we could see through the little holes and we just saw people looking for bras and stuff. So we would go and buy food and we would take it in there and uh, we would just eat food, play games on our phone, Snapchat and stuff. We would buy the food, obviously. Um, We'd go to the skateboard section right around. Uh, There's so much to do in a Walmart. You would not believe what there is to do in a Walmart. There's so much to do in a Walmart, bro. Like, you would not believe it. Um, yeah, we would ride the skateboards, the ripsticks. Um, I think... I think one time we also tried to make a toilet paper fort, but we got kicked out for that. Right now, okay, so I remember me and my friends. All right, we got those little carts with, like, the... Uh, the big blue seat in the back of it. So like you could fit like your three kids in there or something. And we all just got in it. Right. I think I was pushing it. I can't remember. I, I might've just been in it, but we were just riding. We were just pushing around. We we're going to buy some stuff. Right. And then the manager walked up to us and was like, you guys need to buy something or get out. And we're like, well, we're going to buy something. And he was like, are you talking back? And we were like, no. So he took the cart from us. And then we were walking down the food section. I think it was like the chip section. We were going to grab some hot Cheetos and stuff. And he, he comes back and he's like, you guys need to leave. We're like, for what? We're going to buy food. And he's like, you guys just you just need to leave. So we left and we walked. So as soon as you leave Walmart, if you're coming out of Walmart, to the right, no, to the left, sorry, uh, is a storage place. So we cut through there, and then there's a Circle K, like one of the big ones, the real big ones, the ones that have like pizza and uh, like beer caves and stuff. It's not like a little tiny gas station. It's like one of the big ones too. So we went, we went there, we got soda and pizza, ate it, and uh, threw our sodas away. Then there's a, a Dollar Tree, an Aaron's, a Safeway, Domino's, Vape Shop, all that good stuff right there. But it's like the Safeway Plaza. 
so we walked in a Dollar Tree. We're 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 notorious in Dollar Tree. Like we've been there all the time. And uh we we would like steal candy bars. <laughs> I know it's literally there's nothing in Dollar Tree that has a price because it's all a dollar, literally all a dollar. So we would still and from from my uh, there's anybody watching from Europe or Britain or whatever you, you guys have Poundland. It's kind of like that, I guess. I mean that's what I've been told from my friends, but. We would steal these candy bars. I think I think they were like ten thousand dollar candy bars or hundred thousand dollar candy bars. It's not the price, not the price. That's what the wrapper was. It was like a money candy bar, and um, we would steal those, like a couple of those, and then like maybe the, this was like a month after we did that, we came in. Um, man, my friend. Okay, so my friend Caleb obviously was there and a few of our other friends and he was wearing those sweatpants and that had like the tie at the top kind of like shoelaces and he was tying them as we were walking down an aisle and the lady goes are you shoving stuff down your pants mister (laughs) Caleb was like oh no I'm just tying my pants and she's like well that's very suspicious of tying your pants and he was like, well, do you want him to fall down? And she was like, are you smart-mouthing me? I'll call the cops. And he was like, okay, call the cops. See, me, I was like 11, right? I didn't want to – I didn't know exactly the law. So I thought we would actually get arrested for that. So I dipped. I took off. I went into Safeway next door. Man, Safeway. Okay, another story. Me and Caleb, he brought a scooter. I brought a scooter. His scooter. Uh, we went inside. I was riding around, and then I got off of it. I was riding around for maybe like thirty seconds, and then I got off of it. Right, and I, this is actually a video I posted on YouTube. The lady comes up to me and was like, "You ride? You riding our skate? You riding a scoot a scooter around a, a store or whatever?" And I was like, "No." And she was like, "All oh, my customers are telling me you are." And I was like, "Nah, I rode it like around one time earlier when I don't." ride the scooters <laughs> i was like well we'll just leave then and she was like i okay look i i was in the wrong here right i was like well i'll just leave then and i had my phone on my selfie stick when i was recording it i thought i was so cool i thought i was like a big youtuber and stuff. <laughs> i'm over here like oh i'll just leave then i'll just leave she's like oh okay especially if you're not gonna buy anything and i was like well we were gonna but and then i i looked at caleb and i said yeah we gotta leave she didn't even tell me I had to leave either. I said that. I made that up. I kind of feel bad. But, um, yeah, that's, that's another story. Um, oh, okay. This is a really good story. All right. So, that's what, maybe three, four years ago? Maybe five. Wow. No, it was definitely like four, like three. It was three, definitely three. That's a long time now. Um, so best friend named Zach. I haven't talked to him in a long time. It's been like a year. But uh, he's my best friend at the time. He lived across the street from me on the corner house. We both had corner houses. 
lives across the street from me. Uh, I don't really remember what we were doing today, but it was like seven o'clock, eight, so it just started getting late in Arizona, and uh, him and his uncle were playing basketball, right? And I found this little, you know, like those thin little crappy newspapers you get in the mail. It was one of those. It wasn't even a full newspaper, right? I rolled it up, and I, I hit his uh, uncle in the stomach with it. And it wasn't even, you know, it did not hurt that man, bro. He was like 40, 30-something. And he, ooh, I said, what's in, I, I was like, what's in you, fat child? And I hit him with it. Ooh, he got mad. He dropped the basketball, came over to me, picked me up by my neck with one hand. And slammed me on the ground. I, I didn't feel any pain yet. I was stunned. I was shocked that a grown man would do this to a little kid. What, four, 13? Not even 12? It's probably like 12, 11 or 12. We'll do this to a 12 year old. So I went up to, I went home, right? I was standing, I was laying on the ground. He still had his hand on my neck and he was holding me down. My friend was laughing because he, he, he thought it was a joke. He thought I didn't get hurt. And it hurt. And I was like, ow, this hurts. It hurts. And he was laughing at me. He thought I was joking. I started laughing too because I didn't feel no pain yet. I was in shock. So I put my hand up to try to get his hand off my neck. And he grabbed it with his other hand and started bending my fingers back, bending my fingers backwards. And then once he let go, I walked home. And I told my grandpa, now my grandpa was a fighter back in the day. He will he will tell you all about himself. Once he starts talking about himself, he'll never stop. And uh so he was a fighter back in the day. So he he was like, Oh, I love dropping fat boys, this and that. <laughs> started getting he started going back his old ways. I was like, Hey, you gotta stop. I don't know. But he was really mad and I I, I convinced him to call the cops. And he called the cops. They came, and this was about, like, this was the time that I told you about. I did not want to go to school at all. So I tried to say that it hurt really bad when they touched me. And then they were like, okay, we'll give them ibuprofen and this and that. I thought they was going to take me to the hospital, man. They didn't. So I couldn't get out of school. Sad. I was heartbroken. But, um, no, nah, they put them in handcuffs, put them in the back of the car. And then they came over to talk to us, told them what happened. And then it was like, my, uh, they t- asked my mom, do you want to press charges? And my mom looked at me and was like, do you want me to press charges on them? And I was like, because th- he had like three daughters or something at the time. And it really wasn't that bad. Like, I wasn't hurt at all. I was just shaking up. And my friend, Zach, tells me that he had his hand behind my back when he did it. So I wasn't just slammed with one hand. That's not what I remember at all. I don't remember that. And um, uh, I told my mom no because he had three daughters and whatever, and he was single. And, uh, yeah, that's basically what happened. Bro. Remember, uh, my mom <laughs> told uh, her cousin, her cousin uh, drove over to my friend, the same friends that we found the bag and put it in the hole. <laughs> And they drove. He drove over there. He, she, I don't know. She's trans or lesbian. I don't remember. Anyways, she drove over there, picked him up, and they pulled up in this green truck, hopped out the back, like they was from a call. It was like in a Call of Duty mission. I remember looking up, and I, I looked down and I smiled and I was like, "Oh man, they're all here for me." 
And I ain't gonna lie, I was crushing on my on my friend's sister. So I was like, oh, she's rubbing my back. <laughs> this fat little 12-year-old white kid, pasty white kid over here talking about, oh, she's rubbing my back. She's probably like 16. I don't remember though. Um But yeah, that was that was uh that's one story. I man, oh I I don't know why, but now I'm thinking about all kinds of stories I did. Stuff I did. Remember one night. Um so from my house, you came out the back the the back gate and you walked left down the alleyway about three three houses three houses down to the right there's an abandoned house and in the back it's all trees and stuff we used to cut through there all the time whoa one time we walked down there it was like maybe 10 o'clock at night so i was going to my friend's house she was to spend a night and then uh there was like a homeless like three homeless people on the back porch and I guess one of them was on lookout, and they saw us walk up there. I I didn't see him. I didn't. We didn't see him at all. Me and my friend uh, Johnny were walking through, and they popped out talking about, "Oh, you ain't gonna rob us this time. We got you now," or something like that. It was like some corny movie line being recited. That's what it sounded like. But we took off, and we just walked around the block. We didn't even do that. We. <laughs> That was crazy. Heart, heart be going crazy. Couldn't. And then, this one time at the skate park, this little kid tried to fight me. And it was a girl, too. She was probably older than me. She kicked, she tried to kick me. And she kicked, it was like this little fat, fat white girl. You know, the ones that were like the little spandex, pink pants, pajama pants. And the nasty tank tops. <laughs> the real like trashy little white girls. It was like her, but she was fat and nasty. She tried to she had like flip-flops on too. I remember this because fucking foot was out. And uh she kicked at me, but it was like really slow. And as it was coming down, I grabbed her ankle and I twisted it. So it made her turn around and I pushed her real hard and she fell down the ramp. <laughs> And uh, she started crying. She was like, oh, this hurts. Mom, where you at? All this and that. I was just laughing. But she was picking on my friend from school, man. My Picking on my little, my little homie. I couldn't let that slide. Man, oh, man. But, uh, oh, man. All right, I got to tell you about the Walmart heist. <laughs> so me and my friend Johnny, I told you about. Me and my friend Johnny, right? Had uh, this is a really messed up thing to say, bro. Really messed up. Went to my grandpa's house, told him that he had that because it was Black Friday. It was Black Friday. Keep in mind, it's Black Friday. Store is gonna be packed. And uh, so we walked. We walked to my grand my grandpa's room and was like. Okay, I'm going to go with Johnny to Walmart. He says he has a $200 gift card. He didn't. We didn't have no money. We planned on going there. He, call, he called it the big hall. That's what Johnny called it, the big hall, right? 
I didn't know what that means. Didn't know what that mean at all. I just knew it sounded cool. So the big hall, bro. Okay, so we went to Walmart, walked all the way to Walmart, like 10 at night. Cops standing outside. I was like, oh, man, better not pat nobody down. Walked in. Uh, walked into the game, the board game aisle, opened a board game, took the mouth guards out of it. It was like speakable or whatever, unspeakable. I don't know. But I took the mouth guards for some reason. I found a JBL speaker on a, on a, one of them. It wasn't locked up or nothing. It was just sitting on a shelf. So I took it over to the aisle that was like closed off because you couldn't go there because of Black Friday. I opened it, put it in my pocket. Found an aisle with a smartwatch. It was like a little cla- crappy little kid smartwatch. It wasn't none. And uh, took it out of the box in the same aisle and put it in my, my pocket. Now, we got the stuff. Now it's about getting out. So we're in the back, very back in Walmart, talking about, well, maybe we should use the fire escape, this and that. It's like, no, that's pretty obvious. Uh, the fire escapes are blocked off anyways. So we just walked out the front door. Uh, that was it. The big hall, right? A couple a couple smartwatches and a JBL speaker. That's <laughs> some... Some lousy mouth guards. That was it. That was it. But, uh, yeah, we thought we were so cool, too. He th- Johnny used to call himself Mr. Slick. He thought he was slick. So that one time he got caught stealing Pokemon cards. Not going to lie, I did it, too, but I didn't get caught. I never got caught yet. Okay, look. I don't do it no more. I know that's how it sounded. I <laughs> never I'll do it no more. I promise. I got money now. I don't need to do that no more. And that's the sad thing, too, is we had money. We just did it anyways. I think it was for fun or something. I don't really remember. But we used to have fun. Yeah, we were at, we were at a park. It was me and my friend Caleb and his friend. And we were at a park, and there was all kinds of black, little black kids just running around. Like some of, somebody's birthday party, I think. We're having fun, just chilling. They offered us some birthday cake and all kinds of stuff. And so my friend Caleb decided to ask if it was uh, an orgy to me out loud. Man, this little black kid heard it and was like, do you know what BLM is? And then his older brother tried to start fighting Caleb. And I was like, bro, I'm only 12. I'm going to have to hop in a fight with this. Nah. So he called his dad. They picked him, picked us up. And uh, that was that. But that was crazy. I remember, so I got into a fight one time with this Mexican kid named Jacob R. I think it was Jacob Ramirez or something. I don't know. Um, Probably was related to Richard, too. Richard Ramirez. But I don't know. Uh, So we was on the playground, right? He comes up to me. He's like, yo, you still talking about my mom? I was like, no. Meanwhile, I'm like 11. I don't, I don't even know what he's talking about. I said, no. He sent one of his goons or whatever that was standing behind me after me. He, They like grabbed me by my neck and body slammed me. It didn't hurt. They started kicking me too, but they were kicking me with like the top of their foot. So it didn't hurt. It was like a soccer kick. It sucked. But I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. So I started crying. And, uh, I stood up and I turned around and the kid was like in that GTA pose where you like step backwards a little bit and put your hands up. It's kind of like that. And he was like, come on, trying to wave me over. So I was like, oh, okay. So I took my backpack off. I was like, 
by acting like I was about to sit on the ground. Dude, I spun that thing around like Wonder Woman's lasso, shot it right into his face. And then his friend tried to come at me. I kicked him in the nuts. I know that's a bad move now, but I was 11. Kicked him in the nuts. He dropped to the floor talking about, oh, I wanted to have kids. Like he was trying to be funny at, at the same time, but he knew it wasn't. And then uh, it was kind of like an all-out brawl pretty much, straight up fighting. And then later on in like middle school, probably like seven, this was seventh grade, yeah, seventh grade. It was in my teacher's class, obviously, my teacher's class. Um, and this kid came up to me. He's been bothering me since a, a whole other school, since like fourth grade, right? His name was Adrian. And he had this little retarded kid named Matthew, who was his friend, who also was messing with me the whole time, right? Excuse me. Uh, I didn't like him. He knew that. He didn't like me. He'd always be picking on me, and he knew I didn't know how to do like say anything. But let me tell you the world of Xbox, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> that that taught me how to toughen up, right? That's why that's why I don't understand why people are so soft nowadays. They're just too sheltered, I think. But anyways, he's in the back of the class talking about, "Hey, what happened to your Skechers?" Cuz I had Vans on. And I was like, "Hey, what happened to your dad?" <laughs> he got so mad. He said, "Mexico prison. What do you know about that, white boy?" Like he was going to try to fight me. And then the other retard, Matthew, stood up and was like, yeah, you, you want to wanna throw hands? So we went out in the hallway because we were being loud in class. The teacher sent us all out. Bad mistake on the teacher's behalf. But the teacher was cool. Mr. Stout, best teacher I've ever had, uh, besides Mr. Parker. Fifth grade science, Highland Ranch Elementary. You go, Mr. Parker. Uh, we went outside in the hallway. And Adrian steps up. They, they thought they were bloods in seventh grade, probably like 13. They thought they were bloods. Uh, he walked up to me. He's like, so you want to run my fade or what? And I was like, I'm not a barber, so I might mess it up. He wasn't expecting me to say anything back. He's expecting me to just shut up and be quiet. And he's like, oh, what are you saying? You trying to you trying to fight? I've been waiting for this day. And I was like, yeah, me too. Turn around, like he looked over at at, at uh, Matthew, hit him right in his jaw, fell instantly. He was asleep. Then Matthew came over, like he was gonna do something, but he had to look in his eye, like, oh, I'm only doing this so I don't look like a little, you know what I'm saying, a little beasy. So uh, I socked him in his face. He didn't get knocked out. I didn't hit him that hard. No, uh, I did mostly body to him, just beaming him in his stump. Oh, pause, bro. <laughs> just lighting him up, lighting him up. That's all I was doing, flashing him up in the stomach. Just do, 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 do. Shot at the shot at the shot, just right in the stomach. Kept hitting him, punching him right there. He decided he had enough, so he fake fell on the floor, flopped, whatever. And every teacher that was like around the area came out like blowing a dog whistle in a dog park. I'm telling you. And then I was just standing there. I didn't have to do nothing either. I was just standing there. 
te- all the teachers come out. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Six teachers came out. They came and they was trying to say that I was still beating them up, that they didn't do nothing. And so I was facing being arrested for this at 12 years old, being arrested. Um, maybe 13. I think I was, thir- I was 13. Yeah, I was 13. I was facing being arrested for this. Maybe like, I don't know, but, uh, so there's two doors at the end of the hallway and then there was one on the side before the end of the hallway. These two, they bought, they all lead the stairs that go down. Cause, uh, Seventh grade and and uh, lower, seventh grade was upstairs. I mean, high school was downstairs. So, seventh and eighth grade, or yeah, seventh and eighth grade was upstairs. Ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade was all downstairs. Big campus, by the way. Um. So, every door had a camera above it, right? So you could see who's going in and out. And man, both cam. Okay, so the camera on okay so if you're facing where i threw the first punch it'd be my back and if you're looking at it from the the side door i was talking about it would be on the left side it's like a little bit shorter walk uh that camera didn't see anything that camera was too far off so it was just barely peeking out the wall you didn't see nothing um the, the one on the very far end of the hall, had it been, they say, if it was three more inches from the wall or, like, to the left, I mean, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have seen what happened. So, it seen what happened. Um, so, I didn't get, I didn't, I got, I got suspended for a little bit, but I wasn't mad at that because I wasn't trying to go to school. Uh, it didn't bother me too much. Uh, I didn't get in trouble besides getting suspended. And uh, they never mess with me again. But Matthew decided to grow a pair of balls and message me on Snapchat because I called him out for being a fake blood. And uh, that he was just going to get his rent of homies to try to beat me up. And he's like, oh, I know where you live. You live here. And I was like, okay, are you going to just pull up or are you just going to say where I live? And he's like, oh, I'm pulling up. So it's been a year or two since he said that uh, Matthew I'm still waiting um but yeah that's uh it's basically basically it I, th- I think I'm gonna end the podcast here um this is the first episode uh I hope you enjoyed this episode it was really fun to make I enjoyed it a lot because I, I don't have to edit anything that's it's a big thing um but yeah if you have any suggestions at, at what I should uh make start talking about if you want me to have anybody on the podcast uh, let me know i will definitely look into doing that um thank you for listening i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me ramble on about nonsense hopefully it helped you if you need advice contact me uh you know email me um yeah, thank, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And uh, until the next episode, I guess. Bye.